2: This podcast is brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks, the free-to-play game where you can bag yourself £1,000 just by answering a few questions based on our upcoming fixture. Just head to the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store to download the app and enter your predictions. You have to be over 18 to play. Please gamble responsibly and (laughs) begamblerware.org. Welcome to yet another episode of the Wednesday to I Die podcast, weekly show where we talk about everything to do with Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, my name is James and ever, as ever I'm joined by Jamie. Hello everyone. Uh, now there's no games against, against Coventry to talk about because obviously that was uh, cancelled along with that midweek fixture coming up against Wickham uh, but we have still got plenty to talk about. Uh, we'll be discussing... The new arrival at Hillsborough that was announced last week, um, the ongoing saga, which is the manager situation, uh, and some other stuff as well, which we'll uh, which we'll get onto a little bit later on. So, first of all, um, yeah, we've had a new arrival, which a bit unexpected. To be perfectly honest, I thought we'd get a new manager before we started signing any uh, any new players. But Andre Andre Green signed on a on a free transfer. What did you What did you think to that, Jim, when that were announced last week?
1: I just, I just think any any new signing in club at minute is a buzz, to be honest. No matter who it is, but at the same time, it just makes you think, especially with Paul Cook's comments in media about basically saying that chance is deciding what players come and it's not up to a manager, sort of thing. In, in, in not so many words. So who is signing him? Like who's they? We not got a manager. We've got different managers every game. Like what? Who is saying? Yeah, I want to sign him, and he's got a bit Chances, hasn't it? It's...
2: Yeah, I mean. I mean, I've been, I've been talking about that quite a bit, that for me, um, how many times do we say, oh, they're not his players? You know, was saying, we were saying with Pulis that we've got to wait until the January transfer window so he can get his players in. Monk, Monk was saying it when he first came and he needs to sign his yeah. players. But at least, I suppose, you know, if someone else is signing the players and we've got that vision uh, and we've got that, you know, what we're going to do in the next five, 50, five years, ten years or whatever... At least then, I suppose we're then going to sign a manager that's going to fit with, with our style of play. The problem is, we don't know what that style of play is because haven't told us, and to all, quite frankly, on the pitch, it's been it's been crap. Hasn't it? I know it's I know it's um, picked up in the last you know few weeks and leaks and what have you. But I mean, going back to Andre Green, he's twenty. He's only twenty-two year old, which i was a bit shocked at. I've you know I've been hearing about him for, for quite a few years. I thought he were older than just twenty twenty-two. He's been on. Loan at Portsmouth, Preston, and most recently Charlton. Obviously, he's to uh, been, obviously been playing for Aston Villa as well. captain <clears throat> uh, international level as well, from under 16s up to under 20. So, I think really we've got a player on his hands that's got some good potential. My only worry is, why is he being we at club for six months if he's if he's so well, you know, if he's so good?
1: That's the thing for a start. So, like, why didn't Charlton want him permanently if he were, if he were any good? Um, why aren't Villa trying to loan him out? If you think he's got a potential like, future, like there's loads of things behind it, but it's, at the same time, like why is he wanting to come to Wednesday if he's got loads of offers or he's got any other offers? He's not because it's not going to be first choice to come to a club like this. We are to manage it. He's coming and I don't even know who's going to be managing next week whether he likes him or not. So I, I just feel it's a bit like Kachunga when he came when we're a bit hyped up and then we're let down. So I don't want to be let down yet. I just want to take it as it comes and just see how he is. Like simple as that. See see how he goes in first game if he comes on or whatever. Well, I think he'll start against
2: Everton. To be fair, I mean, there's not no else to lose ever really. Might as well give him a go. Get, you know, starting from the off. Um, see how many minutes he can play. Probably not going to play the full, the full ninety minutes. But it's a bit of a free hit in it, really. You know, not expect it to be be Everton. He, he can have a he can have a go. I mean, when you said about the comments that he's made. Um, you know, a couple of things that he said, you know, I've been out of football for six months, but I've been waiting for the right opportunity and it had to be the right opportunity with the right club. Sheffield Wednesday feels perfect for me. I mean, he's saying all the right things. Whether or not he's just been, whether or not he's just been told to sell them things or not, I don't, uh, I don't know. But he's, uh, yeah, let's just see. Uh, it's good signing from, 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 as
1: far as I'm concerned. One thing is, um, my mate, my very good mate is a diode Villa fan. Um, goes to every game when, when you can or whatever. And he says... His exact words were, it'll be good for you. Like, it's obviously not at Premier League level, but yeah, that there is words will be good for you. But yeah, last six months, why ain't he been doing all... Like, it's all right saying I'm waiting for the right opportunity. If, if he's at available and some club offers him on loan or whatever, in the last six months, it do not matter who it is, he's going to go. So,
2: who, who do you take out then? Where where, do you, where can you see him fitting in? in our, well, that's you know, the team? thing,
1: mate, isn't it? We, don't, we haven't seen him play. We don't know how good he is or whatever. So, like, when Kachunga came, I'd have said, oh, I'd have took Blah Blah out. But then I don't think Kachunga's that good. So now I won't take anyone out. So I think you've just got to see what he was like in his first game, to be honest, because if he starts on the wing and he looks really attacking or whatever, then you've got to take one at wingers It's that simple. But if he if he starts up top or behind strikers and it looks like he's no good, then he's not going to be playing next game. So I just think we've just got to wait and see what he's like. Um, when we stand a new player, when a lot of teams start a new player, they don't generally go into Starting so, he, like you say, you think he will. I don't think he will. I think it'll be shocking if he starts because uh, you, you like to put him on as a sub and make an impact. Like that's what managers yeah. generally seem to do. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, for for a start, though, I think the only solid place we've sort of got is wings at minute. We're reaching um, Harris, so tr- I'd try and be strike and see how it goes. Well,
2: personally, I'd probably take Harris. out, Um I've not been. I'm not Harris's biggest fan. I think he tries but he, he just hang out that end product he, you know every, how, many, how many times does he he beats his man he puts a cross in and it just goes into the cop, and, you and you're like, just like adding
1: hands every time it's like so frustrating it's when because he's, he's got something and it he's, there's something there it reminds me a, a bit of Antonio but not as good when he would first come but yeah he's, he's got something there like what you saw sort of Reading first game of the season when he first came and when he when he does attack, it's just unusual when he's running a goal, and then he always seems like he wants to take take it out onto his left foot and just dink across, float across into air. And but I know what yeah. you mean, but at the same time, he's attacking and he's he's some I think I think we need in squad. But yeah,
2: yeah, I mean uh, you've already touched on it already. Uh, um, you know, he, he's transferring making making the transfers. You know, uh, for for me, he, he obviously he, he's screaming out that he that he is. Um, I I think personally. We should have it like that. Uh, managers should be highlighting what areas and these new players in, and then and then we should be going out and getting those players uh, if they fit what, uh, whatever our style of players or or culture is. I don't know if you saw that tweet from um, Eric Alonso, one of the advisors. Uh, it was, I think the other day uh, he said, "If you don't let you work, why do they ask for results?" Which a bit of a uh, cryptic tweet there. Yeah. Uh, from him, I don't know if that were a bit of a dig at the fans, you know, trying to say why are we why are we on Series back uh, if we're not letting you know, letting him do what he's doing. Or
1: for a start, he's, he's obviously like like Paul Cook said, he, he didn't even apply for a job and he said he was approached. So Chansey was obviously listening to fans for a start, and I think it's because he wanted to get in before Pulis and he realised it was wrong. And Pulis obviously said outright things or whatever. But as for um the managers coming in and all this, Carlton Palmer with another tweet. That I saw, did you see it? I did, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I think he might have had a few too many, uh, few too many shandies though when he tweeted that one.
1: He <laughs> might, it might have done. But if he were any other position, mid table or whatever, I'd take him. I'd just do it for, because he's passionate, like you can see. But at, yeah. s- at the same time, obviously he's not fucking. He's, he's not experienced. So he's, he's, not even been coaching or whatever. At the teams. But- what did he? What, what did he say? Give me
2: a job, and if and if I good I'll give you money back. But if I stay up, you've you've got to double my wages or something. If I stay up. No, if we go up, if
0: we go to Premier well, League in two up, years, all right. Give me my
1: own thing give me my own whatever I want, blah blah blah. And in two years, I bet you will get it, get us in Premier League. If not, I'll do it for free. How can you say any fairer than that? Yeah, I think he said something like double my wages
2: if we get to Premier League or something. Yeah, which would which would
1: have would triple him if we. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> give, give him whatever he wants to be fair. If we got into Premier into Premier League, um, yeah, man, the manager situation as well. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, well, you, you must have seen Ivic. He's gone he's shot into uh you know the favourite job yeah, on the song. You
1: know why that is? You know why that is, don't you?
2: Everyone's lumped money on him.
1: Yeah, no, because um my nan's cousins, sisters, friends, goldfish's cat's best friend's dad's cousin, um had a five pound bet on him other week, so it's coming to Wednesday.
2: Mate, to be honest, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a tenner on Mike Bassett to me. Next, man, next Wednesday manager and I'm sure he'll be a uh, little bit favourite in a <laughs> I think there's,
0: Gaffer,
2: more chance, to be fair. there's
1: more chance of all these rumours of Venus Williams being Wednesday manager
2: <laughs> yeah to be honest I mean for those that don't know who Ivic is he's, uh, he's a bit of an unknown although he did his last job were at Watford weren't he but Watford for, one of
1: Watford's managers at season yeah
2: he's, uh, during his playing career he, were, he played in Germany in Greece then he went to manage was it PAOK? Uh, and then that Israeli side, Maccabi Tel Aviv. So not exactly any, you know, household names. Um, then he went to Watford, but he's got an average win ratio
1: of sixty one percent. I know I've seen that. The thing, the thing is, James, like, but these, these if he comes right, so what? What win 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 ratio he's got? He's got Wednesday's players. If Mourinho came to Wednesday, it doesn't matter what his visit winner or whatever, whatever he's, he's got Wednesday's yeah. players. So like, you look at Mourinho and people are like and. It's all right saying he's won everything, but he's been manager of fucking Real Madrid and Chelsea and Man Utd coming second. He's all right doing that, but try managing a club like Wednesday and getting them to a table sort of thing like at the minute, never mind getting them up, and that's when you're doing a proper job. So I just think any manager that wants to come to Wednesday at the minute, it's all right us saying it's a massive club and we love him and blah, blah, but these managers aren't, aren't fans. They don't support no. us. So why you could want, do, you want a job, don't they, I suppose? Why, they do, yeah, but why come to a club like... is the, the best thing that could ever happen for him is we stay up. They come to our club and we stay up and then they might get a chance to sign some players next season. The worst thing is their managerial reputation has just been damaged even more yeah. by getting sacked in a few months with like Pulis, like Pulis now, no matter what anyone says, whether it was fault or not or blah, blah, blah and we didn't be in time or anything. His managerial thinking now has been damaged massively because if he'd have come to Wednesday and kept them up or whatever, then you're looking at him going to a bigger club again and whatever and but now nah, he's not going to get an offer like that in championship again because of his reputation now from coming to fucking Wednesday so it's a difficult one. Why would you want to come? I was about to say that I mean Cook's
2: almost ruled it well he has ruled himself out of the job yeah pretty has. much uh Cowley's, they've ruled themselves out before before then uh, you know Cook came out on it talks about two and basically said that uh, you know, he didn't even apply for the job this time because we didn't even get back to him the first time around when we appointed Pulis. Uh, he said that, it, you know, it, 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 a manager should manage the, the club. So he's had a bit of a dig at the fact that it sounds like uh, we want a head coach and not a and not a like, traditional
1: manager. So the thing is, when he, when he assigned Pulis, if he sort of rushed into it, rushed into it, it didn't work. So now... You don't want to rush into signing someone else, like just getting the manager straight in. But at the same time, you've got to, because it's January, you do want a few players or whatever, even if it's on loan, and you need somebody that can try, an experienced person that can try and keep you up in a managerial battle, not just staff that are like coming in, stepping in. And if they don't stay up, then it's all right, because he's not a manager anyway, and he tried. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's what it's all about at the minute.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you can get involved uh, with us as well, and that's exactly what uh, Richard Proctor's done on Twitter. Uh, he asked the question, uh, and he's put, "Would you take Bruce back uh, when he gets binned from Newcastle?" Bear in mind that um, that things are starting to come together when it was uh, when it he was here last time. Uh, I'd love just to just I'd love to just take his backroom staff if we could. So yeah, would you would you have would you have Bruce back?
1: Not a chance in no. hell. Not a chance, in hell. Is is for a start, you know, everyone raved about him and all that. Did you see the games we played when he came to us at the end of last season? They weren't they weren't all difficult. They weren't all special. Yeah. Row, but it was just like he run beat a river He's gone like that. Is is a dipstick? Is a complete dipstick? And he, he won't come back to Wednesday anyway. But even if he did, he'd come to Wednesday and then he'd get an offer from Norwich and go Norwich. Or it's just not not a chance in hell. I'd rather have
2: yeah, I I would wouldn't have him at all. I mean, I think he burnt his bridges. You know, all that we apparently did for him, you know, when we uh when we when we told him that you know you know to he do not have to uh, come straight away. He had that time off, and I think he went over to be Australia or something to watch him, watch England play cricket, uh, and then you know for him to just. Come in and then just go. See you later. I'm going, back. I'm going to Newcastle. But, you know, I know it's his boyhood club and everything. And you don't you know, It's Not though, blame is it? Him,
1: but... It's not. It's not. You don't manage Sunderland all your life and then cheer, slide on your knees against Newcastle when you score and then be a boyhood fucking you
2: now piss off. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want him anyway. I, I think yeah, he's he's, he's at his time and that's it. See you later. If he were available, I wouldn't even wouldn't even have him, having him at all No, Shocking. No. Um, just. Uh, one thing that I was I was looking at, um, and I've said it for quite a while as well. Barry Bannon, obviously he's a great player, one of the best players that we've had for for, for many years. But personally, I just think that we rely too heavily on him um, to you know to play well. When when we're playing, I think everything goes through him. You know, every time there's an attack, you know we feel like we always have to pass to him. You know, Pelle Pessi, that's the only pass that he does, just a sideways pass to Barry Bannon. We um, I mean, what. What do you, what do you think? Do you think we rely on him too much, or you know? I'm just thinking if 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 ever. I mean, he's played he's played the most minutes than anyone this season. I think he's played every single game so far. But if he picks up an injury, or God forbid, if we if he ever leaves the club, you know what what we're going to do right? because we rely on him so
1: much. Well, for a start, the main thing, the main point that you're making there, what we need to understand is that he's done the only one that stayed. So everyone else has gone. So we rely on him that much because Wallace has gone and Forestier has gone and Hooper's gone and Fletcher's gone and Jao's gone and everyone around him, Hutchinson, whatever, everyone around him, that he were, not average, but when he were at his best, it's because he had his best players around him. So now he's, he don't get overlooked. Everyone knows how good he is, but he gets picked up on, <clears throat> on every little thing that he does wrong. So why has he played that pass? And why is he done that? And why is he done that? When he was, When he does these passes that come off a lot, but when they don't these times, he hasn't got people like Hooper and Fletcher and people that are running onto it anymore. He's got Patterson, and not, no, no disrespect to Patterson, but he's got like Patterson and he's got different types of players around him. So now, when you, when you look at how much we do rely on him, the last few weeks, we haven't that much with Shaw coming back. We, we, you look, you look this is the exact point I'm making. You look at Shaw now, and he's everyone's talking about Shaw. So Bannon set his goal up for a start, but that goes yeah. unnoticed because Shaw sure yeah. takes attention off him. So another one or two players like that, and it's back to normal again. But because we haven't had the good players around him, he's, he's just been he's been in firing those sort of things. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's all we need. Just a few more players around him, take attention off a bit, let him play like he always has done, and get back to normal.
2: Yeah, and I, f- I feel that uh, when we're not playing very well, I feel that um, Barron feels like he has to come come too deep and he has to take the ball off the it, off it defence. It's almost like he... It's almost like he's got no confidence in their ability that they can they can pick a passer, and it you know, feel like he, he feels like he has to do that pass all the time. But for me, yeah. the the person that he's passing it to that should be him, and and he should be further forward, um, you know, so he can you know play them passes that he'd like he did for sure that that time. You know, that's because he's further forward. What yeah. what game were it? were it? Were it Norwich where where Iotha played in that defensive midfield? Were it, were it Norwich game or I can't remember now.
1: So- I don't know. I can't remember to be honest. Um, I do Which know what of game about. it
2: was. I mean, when when I also played further forward, Bannon, we're, he was further forward himself. And even though we lost that game, if it was that Norwich game, I felt like he would. You know, it, it, it that's what that's what we needed. We needed him to be in you know in that more advanced in that more advanced role. But uh,
1: and I offer looked good there and all didn't he? And he, again, injuries. It just it just happens. But but I just I don't know, mate. I just think like. All these contracts at the minute, he's out of contract and who is it, Reach, even Craig, yeah, Craig message and all about him again, about Reach and Tom Lees as well. Yeah, but, so, yeah, you've got to die. this way you need a manager again to reassure him and get him signed on to it because if, if they don't do it in the next few weeks, then they can't do it, can they, By right, in the season? But if, either way, mate, Right. the thing is, you have to Reach, I saw somebody on Twitter going, oh, he's crap and blah. You've, reach is a solid player who plays every game he don't miss games. He's never injured. Maybe for one or two, do you know what I mean? He plays every game. It's always solid. He's always got that touch there where he can set up a goal and that can score that goal. However, and again, again, when he was his best, it's when he had the best players around him. That's when he was scoring the good goals. That's when he were in games. Moreover, now he's got to do that pinpoint cross to Windass because he's not got anyone else but Windas to pinpoint you to. And do you know? You know what I mean? He's just he's not got the. Players around him is under more pressure now. When he was scoring goals for fun, and when he was playing at his best, it, it, it didn't matter if he didn't score this goal or do that cross because we were winning and we had players around him that were taking attention off. This is all what it's all about.
2: Now, just throw this one in there, then. So, uh, obviously, Reach out signed a new contract. We've just signed another winger in Green. Oh God! Yeah you, know, you rejected
1: I, it contract?
2: Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Apparently, we offered him one, but. There's nothing being said that he's that he signed it. I mean, to be fair, until a new manager comes in, you're not going to sign a new contract, are you? But just you know, just playing devil's advocate, is it? Is it? You know, is it potentially that we've signed Andre Green because we just said, you know, I'm not signing a new contract. I'm going to be going on a free end of the season. You don't know, do you? I mean, it. it that's. Uh, I don't think we're ever going to know until until it comes out and he has not signed a contract. That that is certainly a. It could, well, it could be a possibility. Maybe I'm reading far too much into it to be. Perfectly honest, but it's uh,
1: it's certainly, certainly something to think about. The worst thing you can do as a footballer, if is if you're at this level, at Championship level, if you're being offered a contract, is let your contract run out and not have a club because you pick up an injury and that's it. That like, literally, you, you, your football career is done. Literally. So yeah. Even if he signs a new contract, you can still go somewhere. if Somebody came in for him and he played very well. Do you know what I mean? So it can. Like, but if
2: you sign a new contract, then then we're gonna the, the amount of money that we pay for each. We're gonna try and. Get some of that money back. Whereas if he goes on a free, he, he can go wherever he wants, can't he? So I, I, I kind of see that. If he feels, I mean, nobody's left Sheffield Wednesday. Look at Jordan Rhodes, you know, surely we could have offloaded him for next and thing, off him, but we've kept on, kept on, you know, kept hold him because we've. Probably demanding far too much money for him. but I mean, um, just on that same subject, uh, Nathan Gore has got in touch with us on, on Facebook, and he's asked, uh, "How will we fare next season without the likes of Bannon and Reach? Uh, will we be able to attract the same caliber of players?" So obviously, we just, just stress that you know they're not leaving. Well, not in the way we know of, but if they were to leave both them two, you know, yeah, would we be able to attract the same caliber of player than as those? Yeah,
1: yeah, um, that that won't change no? Um We've had a lot of players leaving recently, and we're, we're rubbish in league, we're, we're near bottom, whatever. But these players leave at the end of the season, a new manager comes to Sheffield Wednesday, and it's liked. And manager that's light. you're starting on zero points, you're a championship team, you've got a massive fan base, you've got a good ground, you've got good everything around you, then you're going to be attracted to go to a Wednesday simple. Um, it do not matter what players are there, I don't think. Um, it does, in a way, obviously, but. I know, I know, I'd go to Man U even if they didn't have any, if they're in League Two. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's the name of it that a lot of people go to. So I don't think it would affect anything. I think in a way, a lot of people would think like right, they're having a fresh start now. Then um, a few older players are sort of leaving or whatever, moving on. Let's start something new. Like, well, I don't know, mate. We'll have to see, won't we?
2: Yeah. Um. Just, something else. Um. Going on the on the transfer uh, side of things. Something that you showed me uh, earlier in the week about Izzy Brown. You, you were quite annoyed, weren't you, when you saw that, so that you were putting stuff on Instagram about
1: Huddersfield Town? I think it's mental. Like I've, I have spoke to Izzy Brown a few times, and he seems really nice, really genuine, and a really nice guy, but he's been on loan a lot. He's come to Wednesday. Obviously, it's not going well at I the minute. Mean, it's not getting played or whatever. He's always posting on his Instagram his stuff, like his new shoes and blah, 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 whatever, and don't seem interested at all. And then a, a Huddersfield pl- fan... Puts, um, is it Brown come home or something on and he retweets it, sort of saying, I love my time there and his liking posts from a lot, and it's just all a bit weird. It's all very put it this way. I know for an absolute one million percent fact that I don't want to be at Wednesday. I know for, I know for a fact,
2: yeah. I mean, I've not rated him to every time he's come on, I think he's, he's not been match fit. Uh, he's, you know, Rusty is an old nail, uh, he's not done all. Um, he's never. I don't think he's started many games, As he? He's always come on a, off at the bench. He hasn't really made an impact. Uh, if he goes back to Chelsea and he goes out to Huddersfield, I really couldn't care less, to be honest. Well, it it was don't. Gary
1: Monk signing. It was Gary Monk signing. He wanted him there. He got him there. And then he started playing all-time under Monk. And I thought, it, I thought it was really, really exciting when we first got him, to be honest. And then, obviously, it's gone a bit sour and whatever now. And you've got people like Shaw coming in, making a performance. So I, I don't know. I just yeah. think it's actually... Won't be right either, but we'll see, mate. We'll see. I just think, oh, there's too many loans. Get rid of everything. Like, just start fresh. We need a manager in. This is the main thing. We need to get a manager in now.
2: Well, on about loans? Um, Jack Marriott's come back, answer from.
1: Has he come back?
2: Yeah, yeah. So he's. Uh, he, he went back. He's he were injured, were not he? So he, he went back. I can't believe to he's got him back. Yeah, and I, I even I forgot about him. To be honest, <laughs> I
1: thought it was a rumor. So he's come back then. Is that today? Uh, no, no, he's. Uh,
2: Yesterday, when Wayne Rooney was announced as, you know, Wayne Rooney's Derby character oh, with that. <laughs> No, no, he's come. Well, he's not... To be fair, he never, he never even left us, did he? He's, he only went back to Derby because he were injured. Um, he you know, got all the you know rehab and done and what have you down there. Uh, he's back to, he's, well, he's not injured anymore. So he's, uh... yeah, he's back, yeah, he's back. You're on back. about I mean, at least he gives us another option. He didn't, Mate,
1: yeah, it's not everybody about giving us an option. Listen, you're on about. I think it was a when he went to Millwall and said we couldn't afford his wages and you look at we can't go for Austin because of his wages and this and that and whatever and then you've got a player like this who's not he, he's not in Derby's plans who are below us in the league who aren't as good as us we've just beat. It's yeah. not in their plans. Not only is it not in their plans, it's come to us it was shocking in every game he's played. He just looks like he's running around don't know what he's doing. Not only that it then gets injured for what ages and then yeah, let's have him back. It just doesn't make sense. Like it no. just doesn't make sense. Even if you were wages were paid for, it just doesn't make
2: sense. I was about to say, you know, the only the only reason why I'd have him back is is if we weren't paying a lot for his wages. There must be something in, in the contract. I mean, something that we're never going to find out. But yeah, I mean, like I said, he's another option. I'll give. We'll, we'll give him another chance. It's not like we're. It's not like we're scoring goals for fun, is it? You know, we've got we've got Patterson, we've got a right back uh, <laughs> playing up front at the moment. I know he's scoring.
1: It's upsetting. From where he was and the players signing to now signing Derby's for charge strikers that have just been injured for ninety four years, it's just shit. <laughs> yeah. I
2: know uh, I know exactly I know exactly what you mean. Um I'm just gonna touch on the, you know these games that have been called off. We put a, a tweet out there uh, earlier in the week just asking everyone, you know, these they've been calls for like a, a two-week fire break of, of all the games um, and everything, you know, and, and kind of calling football off for, for a short while. Personally, I don't think they should call football off. I, I can see I can see why people would would say that. I think um, the majority, only just, I think it was about 55% of people that, that voted in that poll uh, agreed uh, that football shouldn't have a... Uh, have a fire break, but because I mean, for me, it's, it's just just football is is a way of life for a lot of people.
1: It's mental. I admit, mental.
2: I, yeah, I must admit, it's not not for me. Um, I, I, you know, it's not. A, obviously, I love football. I'm massive Wednesday eye and everything, and you know, when when Wednesday lose, I'm in a shit mood for the rest of the day. So. For most of this year, I've been in a shit mood, <laughs> but uh, if it, you know, for some people, it is literally their life, and that is all they live and breathe for. So, I think, um, like, like you said, like for, them, for people's mental health, I think, especially in, in lockdown and stuff, and when there's not, not really much to look forward to, to have football, uh, as long as it's been done safely. I don't I know if some of the players have been taking the piss, but uh, for me, as long as it's been done safe. If we need people need football to to look forward to. I don't know what you think about that.
1: I can relate to it. To be honest, I'm not going to see you going on about depression and all that stuff. But um, I've had my times when you're down and when you're Monday to Friday, you're not. You're not even working, and it's winter and it's cold and it's wet and weather, and it's just even if it's morning, it's something to talk about. When Wednesday playing, it's your team, and it's something to look forward to weekend and. You know, it was like first time we went into lockdown, it were it were horrendous, and like even now, it's just just not having football about. You I, I, I can't even like to me. You have got kids and that James Ryan, and I just think there's no one to take my mind off nothing. It's just literally wake up, do nothing, wake up, do nothing, wake up, do nothing. And it, football does keep me going. It does, and mental health. It, you spoke about it a lot, in a lot of people have Robbie Savage and that Chris Sutton running about it as well the weekend. and. I think you just don't understand how much it does actually affect your way of life. Football, like you say, it is it is' since I was older to remember every single day of my life. You talk about I talk about every Wednesday, and I look at my Wednesday kits and I look at old videos and even no matter whether shit or good, like you just do it and yeah, you just can't stop. It can't stop again. It's just got to carry on even if it's just playing yeah, playing myself.
2: Yeah, I mean, you say they like you know looking at all the different stuff. I mean, obviously, we've just, we've just been talking to Marcus Tudguy guy, and when you watch that goal that he scored against uh, against United, you, know, you can't help but you
1: know no, just,
2: no. just smile. And you know the, it, the commentary on it is fantastic. you know, your is, you know it, it, it back does of your
1: it does James. And um, while we're on that matter, everyone make sure you tune in when we put this Marcus Tudguy podcast out because he is an absolutely fantastic human, and you'll love to hear from him. But yeah, we'll get that. Um, uh, sometime next week and just thinking back to it now about transfers I don't know if you think about this but Wickham Connor Wickham is he wants to play for Wednesday he loves Wednesday He's been linked with Bristol City and um, also the team Birmingham I think being linked with them and we he went back to Palace yeah he's had injuries but he went back to Palace and he's not got a game as usual Contract coming up or whatever. He's a short-term fix. We'll pay his wages. We'll pay off his wages. He is a short-term fix. He is someone you look at Marriott like he is someone Wickham. We have got to go for. Yeah, he's not. He's not like he used to be, but he's still banging a few in for us, and he still looks threatening and he were a presence. And I just think you've got that is the main thing. What no one's mentioned either. I think we've got to go for Wickham, me. But my opinion. Yeah, that, I mean that'll be spot fourth
2: loan stint at, at Sheffield Wednesday uh, if he if he does come. Uh, he's only twenty-seven. Is so, it? Uh, yeah, he's twenty seven years old. Ben I thought Mar- he Mar- must be Orson's at least only sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, twenty seven years He's been around for well, for donkeys years, hasn't he? Cottawicker. Uh well, it seems like he has anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah, he, he comes, he loves it here. he's scored he's, you know, scored a few goals. I know he didn't score um too many goals in his last stint with us, but uh, yeah, he, he I'm sure he could do a job for us. We just need someone that can put ball back in net. We, we need someone that can that can score a few goals. Because at, at the moment, I'm not very confident on relying on you know Patterson to score all the goals that we need. That we need. So, yeah, we need another option. Last week, we had the pleasure of sitting down virtually with Chris Lines to record a different type of episode for you. Uh, we talked about his time at Sheffield Wednesday and what it was like during that promotion winning campaign. Uh, that episode is already live, so if you want to go in and take a listen, just look back at all our previous episodes. Um, it's certainly not one to be missed. Uh, move on to something uh, a little bit different. We'll um, asking you a question here. And I, I think I think I know the answer from what you've spoke about before. What what is the best goal that you've ever seen live as a as, as a Sheffield Wednesday fan? So when you're there at the game now, uh, before you do answer that, I'm going to put it out to everyone else as well. So if uh, you, if you if your tweet is in, it's uh, at WTID Pod. Let us know what the best goal is that you've seen live throughout your whole career. Can be could be when you were a little lad. Could be any goal that you've that you've seen for Sheffield Wednesday, tweet us in, and we'll obviously retweet the best ones. And uh, even better still, if you can find it on YouTube, put a, put a little uh, little video link in, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll have a, we'll have a look because uh, yeah, there's not much on no football until next Sunday. Uh, and we'll I said we'll
1: share the best ones. So yeah, what's the best goal you've seen?
2: What the best one? One
1: million one million trillion percent. All three goals. I've just we've just been speaking to Tudge about it because he scored one of them. Leicester away, first or second ever away game. I went to four one winners, three goals in space, a 10-minute, 15-minute run, then Wheeler, then Tudge, straight front kickoff. Best day of my life, best goal, best three goals that I've seen in life. Um yeah, definitely I've got to say Wheelings when it is way waxing and it is barring us in. That what is, about that you?
2: That's a class, a class goal, isn't it? Yeah. Um my best best goal that I've I've seen. Um I would have to say just because of the um the the whole spectacle of the event and and everything are in you know um you know, the the magnitude of the game it's got to be Wallace when he scores against Brighton in playoff semi-final first yeah, leg like, yeah when he when he so I, mean, I was sat in cop for that for that game um yeah. and you know is he's, he's it I mean we've just we well, we just scored and it's been choked off being offside. And Forestieri scored, and then uh, yeah, he's hit it from what twenty twenty five yards, rifled it into the bottom left hand corner. And yeah, it's a, I mean it was a good goal. I'm sure there's been been better goals, but it was just the uh, you know to go one nil up and an absolutely good
0: berserk
2: when that when that goal went in. It was just what a you know yeah what a fantastic what a fantastic feeling. It's, you know especially when yeah. we. Uh, when we when we went to went to Wembley and what have you, so yeah, that's for me. It's that it's that goal. Like I said, just for the, the actual event and what it what it meant to us.
1: Well, um, if well another quick answer to that then like if it's about event, another answer to it got to be Talbot at Millennium Stadium <laughs> when he just yeah. when he rounded keeper and you knew that were it when he ball it net, you knew you were going up. Chris we on to something else quickly. a Little Alfie, I've seen it all over Twitter. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but a 13-year-old lad passed away. I think it went in his sleep. I don't know too much details about it. One of his family members were messaging me. But, yeah, obviously our thoughts and well wishes are with the family. And you don't really know what to say on a subject like that. But, yeah, we're all thinking about it. Yeah, from everyone at Wednesday and from me and you, obviously.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our thoughts with the uh, with the family. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully Wednesday can uh, win at the weekend. And hopefully that'll uh, you know do it for... Uh, for that little little lad. Um, moving on to that uh, weekend game, we've got Everton uh, in FA Cup fourth round. What do you uh, What do you think is going to happen in that one? Are you looking forward to it? Not bothered? How do you, yeah. how do you feel?
1: I'm looking forward to it because it's at Everton's ground. I like it. Like you know, if you know, cup game. Yeah, I'm not bothered about cup at minute. Like like we said last week and stuff. But if you get, I don't know, if you get. Um, I don't know, for an example, if you get Fulham away, Premiership team, but you're going to lose, and it's, we've played their loads, and it's their ground, there, whatever. You get, like, Birmingham away, same league. But with someone like Everton, I ain't seen them play there. I ain't seen ways to play Everton. You watch it on Match at Day and blah, blah, even though their fans on there, which would have been amazing. Just watching Wednesday on a smaller pitch, away at Everton, if they're going to do it, they'll beat them at Everton, not at Hillsborough, especially after the last round with Rotherham nearly doing them. Rotherham played really well. Uh, I think Cabot Lewin's out as well. I'm not sure, but anyway, I think we've actually got a good chance. Extra time, does not it? If it's a draw,
2: that's right. Yeah, I mean, I saw it on. Uh, I think Sheffield Wednesday tweeted uh, tweeted last time that we won there. Were 1999. Uh, I think it was Carboni and uh, Di Canio scored scored that day. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we played him last. The I mean, last time we played him what last year, wasn't it? A couple of years ago? Yeah, league, I think it's cup. been
1: one of the most common ever, common ever FA Cup ties, like in top three or something like that. Really? Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm just just just
2: looking now, uh, we played him quite a few times, going back uh, in like the late late 80s and what have you. Um, yeah, we've that game against Rotherham, yeah, they nearly beat him, so why, why can't we go there and, and beat him? I don't know what team they're going to put out. Because obviously, we've had you know we've had to postpone Coventry and Wickham. Uh, whether or not he goes for the kids again, personally, I think why not play the kids? Uh, I know we didn't play all the kids, but they've got us. They've got us there. They beat Exeter surely. They've you know they've shown there that you know they they, they can do it, and it's just it's only it's only the fair thing to do, isn't it? To and
1: against no to, to lose in. again. You've got no to lose because if they lose, they've lost the kids at Everton. So so what? But. If we play our first team and anybody gets injured that we need in the league, it's just a lose lose situation. So, because even if they win, which, yeah, they might not do, but if they do, then you've got Tottenham at home. And then it's not, there's no fans there. It's just not the same. None of it feels the same. Do you know, if you're going to Everton in FA Cup, we're all fans there and we're all going down. I'd be going myself. You probably would. They yeah. are, and all this. Amazing. And then you get Tottenham at home next round, Mourinho comes Kane and whatever, whatever, and packed Hillsborough, like Arsenal get. Then it's different, but you know at a minute you just like when you drop him out, you're probably thinking "Say, you're like, Oh fuck, that's good. we've got Everton and then Tottenham if we win it. It's just no, it just don't feel nothing feels normal. It just even if it Man Manu, do you know what I mean? It's not like getting Man U away or at home when fans come. So I don't know, it's just Well I'm not
2: bothered. Know. I said that about when we played Exeter. I weren't bothered about winning. It's probably why we won, to be because, <laughs> you know there's absolutely no no pressure on him. Um but yeah, if you just go out there, let's I hope you know, the likes of Shaw and, and Brennan and Galvin for me I, I hope they get another, another shot whether they're not, they do I mean I think it all hinges on whether we get a manager in between now and then if, if we do sign a manager if, 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 you know, nobody wants to like to lose the first game no matter who it's against so maybe if we do get a, a new manager in between now and then we're going to probably see a more of a first team uh, show up
1: there's more chance of me winning Wimbledon than there is getting a manager in before Sunday, I think.
2: Well, I mean I, I,
1: just, I, I don't I don't really know what to
2: say. Um chance I don't think no I don't, I don't think he knows what he's doing, to be perfectly honest. So I mean anything anything can happen. Uh, but yeah, I think if, if we get a new manager in who you know, he, he don't, he's gonna probably wanna put his best side out. If it's still Neil Thompson, I hope that he just plays plays the pretty much the same team that played uh, Exeter because I feel like you know they they should be given that chance to to go out you know at, at Everton and I mean Everton played quite a strong side against against Rotherham when you looked at it yeah. uh, quite a lot of their first I mean that Hammers Rodriguez he he started so they look they look like they're taking it fairly seriously I suppose. Yeah. I suppose they're going to it's take so, it seriously. It? It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's a chance to win some silverware. They're not going to win Premier League either this this season. So, um, I'd like you know you probably see them playing some of the uh, some of their their best best players. Um, that just moves us on nicely to uh, the uh, that our weekly feature that we we do have. This uh, brought to you in association with Wednesday Picks. Mapping versus Houlgrove. As you probably know now, me and Jamie go head to head each week to see who will have the bragging rights. Now, Wednesday Picks is a free-to-play game whereby asking and predicting the outcome of the games can bag you a share of a thousand pounds. Download the app today from your app store to play along. Uh, please play responsibly and org. Now, Coventry game were postponed, so we can't go over the results of that one from his last episode. Let's let's um, do that one. Well, come on, sure, it's going to <laughs> surely sure. it's gonna be one one. Surely. Surely. We'll leave it as one. We'll leave it as one. We'll we'll revisit that when we when that game's rescheduled. Um so yeah, Jamie, I'll let you go first. I'll just quickly whiz through Me the first. questions. Can... Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just quickly whiz through the questions. So uh, will we will we win uh, against Everton? How many goals will we score? How many corners? How many shots on target will we have? And how many saves will when the goalkeeper
1: make? Cool. Right. So, we're not going to win because I think we might drop I don't know I don't know we're not going to win we're going to score one we will score one um, corners we'll have two corners he'll save four keep three no go for four and um, what's lasting? last shots on target we'll have two two shots on target you going right,
2: uh, uh I'm going to I'm going to say no as well we're not going to we're not going to win. Uh we're not going to score we're gonna have one corner, two shots on target, and four or more saves. I think we're gonna get hammered. Do you think we're gonna be the positive <laughs> then, James? Nice and positive then. Well, I can't go the same as you, can I? Surely, because that'd be a bit boring. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm sorry to say, but yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna get spanked. I'm not that bothered because we're gonna uh, focus, uh, focus on the league. Now, just one thing before uh, we do go. I mean, I, I was having a look at fixed congestion. I don't know if you've seen yourself. Um, I put something out on uh, on Twitter earlier earlier this week, and I had a look. And if you if you take every game week as a there being like a weekend fixture and a midweek fixture, as of Sunday, so playing Everton on Sunday, there's only well at the time there was only seven like slots where games could be rescheduled in. Now we've rescheduled the Bournemouth game, so that now leaves six. Uh, and we've got two games to to play in in those as well with Coventry and Wickham, so there's only four slots available for for any games that get get called off to be to be rescheduled. So, and that's we was playing Saturday and then midweek. I think we've got something ridiculous like sixteen mm-hmm. games. We are we are like a, you know we are at a break, which is absolutely. Incredible, really. I, mean, I know it's the same for
1: everyone. But I mean it is it's, there's something exciting about it isn't there when you've got to play so many games and you know, when you're playing every few days? We can all moan about it and God, this is ridiculous and blah blah. But it's it's good playing every few days, even if you lose, because you just it's something to watch, it's something to do in it. Like with finger, um what is it now with the break? Now we've got two games off, and most of the championship teams have played. I know you think well, you were saying that he's horrible not watching it and he's crapping, but yeah. and I I agree with that. But I think the only positive <clears throat> the positive to come out of it is, like Rotherham, when they have three games in hand, you're not looking up or whatever. You just not, you just got more of an idea of how important that game is that you need to win. If you know what I mean. So, I suppose as well when when the um, if, for example, you, you know we we do
2: lose one of the games, there's not long to go until the next game comes around. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you lose you lose on Tuesday or Wednesday. And you've got a couple of days, and you're playing again, so you can you can like make amends and you know, turn it all around. Uh, you know, lose on Saturday, you've got a game coming up on, on Tuesday, so they come coming thick and fast.
1: You know what it's like when it's when everything is normal, and you've got a game, and then you've you played five games a season, start of season, and then you play every Saturday. That's it, and then you've got two week international break, and everyone moans about it. And God, I hate it when international breaks on and blah blah. You, you can't win, can you? you? Have you have not enough or too much? But I'd much rather. Be having six games a week and playing youth team and Wednesday be playing every week than sat there watching an international break every week and watching England win 3-0 against San Marino or whatever. Like I'd rather be watching our club, so I'm not gonna moan about it. Everyone, everyone's in the same position. So just get on with it. So just one last thing from me before we go. Um, I can't stress enough how much again, after I said last week, me and James have put into this. Getting in touch today, twenty four seven on phone, trying to get in touch with Tudge. I got in touch with him. We've had an amazing, amazing hour podcast with him, and you'll all hear it, and you can all see it on YouTube when we put it up. But we aren't sounding like, uh, what's the word? Without sounding pushy and saying right, followers, followers, and all this, we don't want to put out a podcast that we've made so much effort with with tudge until we're getting loads and loads and loads of more people viewing in. So just get mentioners out there. Mention us on Twitter, mention us on Facebook, mention us on Instagram, whatever, and just get us out there because it really is class this Twitter game, and we want everyone to see it, and everyone to hear it. So, get it, get it shared, get us out there.
2: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, good, good, good thinking. Twitter is at wtidpod. Uh, it's the same uh, username on Instagram, uh, and then on on Facebook, it's the, the Wednesday till I Die podcast. So yeah, get it shared with all your uh, all your friends and your family, and uh, yeah, get us uh, get the name name out there. if you have um, enjoyed this podcast then please make sure you give us a rating uh, and leave us a review we do really appreciate it Um, obviously we'll be back again uh, next Monday for you to uh, listen to our next episode of the podcast as ever if you want to get involved then uh, do drop us a message uh, on Twitter Facebook or Instagram and we'll also read out the uh, the best messages so uh, so thank you from me Uh, so thanks from me see you next week see you next week everyone thank you very much
0: days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
2: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time